Hello, and welcome to our Yoga Hero Teachers podcast. This podcast has been created to help yoga teachers teach with passion, avoid burnout, and earn a fair living. This episode is a complete guide to sequencing. A guide to take you from not having a clue what you'll teach, to knowing exactly what you'll teach, how you'll keep it flexible and respond to who's in the room, and how you can change it up, update it, and teach it again and again and again, keeping it fresh. There are a bazillion different approaches to sequencing, and one day we'll talk about them. But that day isn't today. Today is taking you from oh goodness, what am I going to teach? To, I know what I'll teach and I can't wait. (laughs) This episode is accompanied by our free, a complete guide to sequencing your yoga class workbook, which you can get from yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast 17. That's one seven. So yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast 17. If you have the workbook in front of you while you're listening, great. And if you don't, it's absolutely not a problem. So this is where we're going today. We'll start with the intention, the aim, the goal, the motivation, the theme, the focus, whatever you want to call it. This will underpin everything that you choose to do and not do in that class. So this is where we start. We then set up the sections like arriving, meditation, pranayama, warm-up, main flow or midsection, cool-down, ending sequence, meditation, pranayama, shavasana, intention setting, etc. You might use all of these, you might use none of these. (laughs) They'll be personal to you, to your teaching and to your intention. But rather than immediately planning what asana is to teach, which is really tempting, it is necessary to take a step back and a wider view and think overall about what you'll do and what will lead into what. This will also include mini aims for each section. So the aim for the arriving section to help people draw a line under their day so far and be present. The aim for the warm-up simply to prepare the body for the main flow. Once this is done, we'll take each section and fill it in, ensuring that what you're putting in is working towards the mini aim of the section and the overall theme of the class. Once the sections are filled out, it's time to practice, to make any notes and change anything that doesn't feel quite right. Then we make it usable. In the time that I've led uh, teach trainings and had the studio, I've seen teachers with full essays detailing every asana and every transition. I've seen like individual languages emerge as asana names are condensed down into like one or two letters. <laughs> I've seen stick people. There's so, so many different great ideas. You have to think about what you need. Would you be likely to lose your place? If so, You want to keep it short and act as a reminder. Or will you worry that you'll forget such and such a transition that you know that you definitely want to include? Maybe you highlight it. Would you be able to understand your own stick people? (laughs) No, I wouldn't. (laughs) There is no one right way to note down a sequence. Your way will work for you. 
And also when we're talking about making it usable, we'll talk about how to make your sequence fit the time that you have for the class and the yogis that you have in front of you. Then you'll sit with it. Do you feel excited to teach it? Are there parts that you worried that you'll forget or get wrong? Is there one sequence that's a bit too long and you're worried you'll mess it up? This podcast is about helping teachers teach with passion. So let's make this a sequence that you are really passionate about it. You'll sit with it, visualize it, teach it to yourself, whatever you need. But you'll make sure that each part makes sense to you and feels right to you. And lastly, once the aims and the sections are clear and it's usable, you'll return to your intention. You'll think, what else will this class achieve? In our last episode, I talked about how to, in inverted commas, reuse sequences. Let's say that your sequence works up to Natarajasana, dance a balance. One week, you teach this sequence preparing the body for the backbending aspect of dancer. The next time you talk much more about heart opening. The next time you teach it, you approach it from a de-desking point of view. Okay, so now you know where we're going today. And don't forget that these steps and sections and inspirations are included in your workbook, which is available from yogahero.co.uk forward slash podcast 17. So grab that whenever you can. All right, let's go. Setting your class intention. Setting your theme, your focus, your intention, your aim, whatever you want to call it. In my humble view, there's no wrong intention or wrong theme. I think when you set a theme or intention that you're passionate about, it shows and people are inspired by that. Here's some ideas for setting your intentional theme for your class. And some of these were mentioned briefly in our last episode, episode 16. You could use the calendar, such as lunar events, World Health Days, the day of the week, like beat the Monday slump or a happy fry, yay class. (laughs) A body part such as heart opening or happy hips, shoulder strength, core strength, stretch the hamstrings or or even something like a hands-free class for for sore wrists. A population such as desk workers, runners, those who are 60 going on 40, (laughs) crossfitters, climbers, warriors, parents. For this, Have a think about if there's some characteristics that some or most of your yogis have in common and purposefully create classes for them. You could theme around a particular pose. Usually when we think about sequencing up to a pose, we think about picking a complicated, challenging asana, but that doesn't necessarily need to be the case. You could sequence up to Adho Mukha Svanasana, Downward Facing Dog, or Utita Pajvakanasana, extended side angle, for example. When thinking about the intention of using a peak pose, you could join this up with a calendar-based class or a population-based class. For example, if you were teaching yoga for runners, you could sequence up to Hanumanasana splits, which would help to target the areas that most runners need. A philosophical theme. 
We talked about this in episode 15, about introducing philosophy into your classes. And soon we'll look at practical tips to weave philosophy into your classes. So for now, if this comes easily to you and you're passionate about it, great, go for it. And if not, it's just not going to be for you right now, which is absolutely fine. And energetic state. How do you want to make people feel? Ready for bed, energized, calm, inspired, confident, the list goes on. Okay, so hopefully that's got your cogs turning about setting the tone, the intention for your class. And like I said before, this really underpins everything else. So it's a really good place to start. The sections. Now to set up your sections. The sections that you do or don't include will depend on your intention, of course. Also, the length of the class, the style or styles of yoga that you're teaching, and what you feel comfortable teaching. If teaching pranayama fills you with dread, (laughs) then you won't teach it. Actually, you might like to look at our um, Hatha pranayama meditation course that we have later in the year with Hallie Schwartz. That would definitely get you (laughs) passionate about teaching pranayama. Okay, anyway. Have a think about or note down the sections that you'll have in your class. I would say that most classes start with arriving, then a warm up, a main flow or midsection, a cool down, maybe some pranayama, maybe some seated meditation, and then of course, shavasana. So write down the sections you want to include. And if you want my advice, keep it simple. I've known so many yoga teachers overcomplicate things in a bid to make it unique. But remember that your yogis are there for you, not for the uniqueness. And they're there to be taught yoga. You don't have to make it creative and complicated. You can just let the practice work. Especially if you're a newer teacher, keep it simple. I think creativity comes with experience and confidence. So if in doubt, keep it simple. Okay. So have you noted down or how to think about your sections? This isn't set in stone. As you start to fill them out and practice them, you might think something's missing or that actually could be better taken out. No problem. You'll just make any edits that you need as you go along. And you might like to make a ballpark of how long each section will be to make sure that your sequence doesn't end up way longer or shorter than the class time. Fill in the sections. So we have the intention in place and the sections in place, and now it's time to fill out each section. You might start at the beginning. Or if you're sequencing up to a peak pose, you might start with the main flow. As you write down your sequence, bear in mind what will make sense to you in the moment that you're teaching it. We mentioned this before, you might use stick people, shortened names, bullet points, highlighted asanas or full written out instructions. What will work best for you? You might like to take your workbook next to your yoga mat, get into an asana, see how it feels and see where does your body want to go next, then where, then where, and get it all written down. 
On our teacher training courses, we look at planning the sequence itself in sections too. So if you're taking longer to get through your sequence than you thought, you can take out a section of the flow, knowing that it'll still be a well-rounded and balanced class, just shorter. (laughs) Planning this in advance, you're not risking missing out like a second side. You're not risking diving into Shavasana straight from Downward Dog. You've got it covered. You're running over on time. There's the bit that you take out of the flow and you're right back on schedule. Once you've filled in all of your sections, your sequence is ready to go in a way that serves you. All your asanas, your pranayama techniques, any meditation, it's all there in their own sections, a complete class ready to go that works up to your overall aim. Well done. So now it's time to make it usable. If you've planned a 60-minute class and then tomorrow there's an opportunity for you to cover a class but it's only 45 minutes long, is there a part or a section that you could take out to achieve that? Or maybe there's two parts across two sections or a section of the main flow like we talked about before. Or what if the class cover is 75 minutes? Is there flexibility in your class plan to extend something or repeat a bit so that you're not having to think on the spot about adding something new? If your class plan is super energizing and quite challenging and then everyone mopes into the studio, they're all yawning and they're all knackered, what then? Can you easily extend or repeat your first sections and take a chunk out of the challenging part? What if you have a total yoga newbie in your class? We'll soon talk about teaching total yoga newbies, but how can you adapt your class plan to make sure that your yoga newbie will be safe? And lastly, if you get up off your yoga mat and walk around the studio, which I'd highly recommend, by the way, when you get back to your mat, how will you find out where you are? Is your class plan easy to follow? Top tip. When your yogis are in downward dog or child's pose, they're not looking at you. So get your yogis there and take your time to find out where you are. (laughs) So with all those bases covered, you have a flexible, adaptable class plan and you're nearly ready to go. So do you feel ready? Do you feel excited? At this point, you might move through the entire sequence again. Or leave it a day and do it tomorrow with a fresh view on it. You might visualize teaching it or practice teaching it. How does it feel? What's clunky? Are there any bits that for some reason just don't feel quite right? What's hard for you to explain in the moment? Make any edits and changes that you need. Make it a sequence that you love to practice and love to teach. Okay, now you're ready, inspired, and chomping at the bit to teach your class. Amazing. Now that you've put all that work in, you'll want to make this a class that you can teach time and time again and make sure that it feels fresh every time. Think about how you felt when you moved through your class. 
think about who this class would be really suitable for. What time of the day or week or month or year would suit the class. Note down these alternative aims and intentions at the top of your workbook. Now it's ready for you to teach as often as you want. Well done. As ever, I really hope this has been useful to you. We'd love to know how you're finding these episodes and if they're helpful. You could let us know by emailing hello at yogahero.co.uk or by sending a DM to Yoga Hero Teachers on Instagram. And as always, happy teaching. Happy teaching.